The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. 10 after 8, Dr. Dennis Powers, retired professor of business law, returns to the fold here every Monday as we talk about where past meets present. Talk a little bit about the news. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the uh, that little pesky primary over the weekend, but that's okay. Uh, Nikki Haley is going to keep going here, Doc. Welcome back. <laughs> How you doing this morning, huh? Even, even though the, the, the Koch brothers have said, sorry, Nikki, we just can't keep affording to put money into uh, your aspirations when it, it's almost over. Well, you know what's going on here, Dr. Powers, is that, honestly, I think Nikki Haley is uh, either w- one of two things. Either she's going to be like a no-labels candidate and will keep going on there and want to uh, destroy Donald Trump's uh, chances maybe that way in her mind. Or she's thinking that uh, the system will take the former president out between now and uh, November. What do you think? She's acting that well, way. I, th- I think I think uh, the the latter is certainly one of the uh, prime things she's going on, especially with the way that uh, Letty James and and uh, this uh, three hundred and fifty million dollar uh, egregious e- e- uh, lawsuit judgment. Uh, that Trump is having to appeal. Plus, you see what we're, my friend, there's also all these other ancillary fires that are going on, whether it's in Georgia or whether it's in Colorado, because we have the Banana Republic with the far left who are doing everything they can to go ahead and to win uh, the way Venezuela would try it. Hmm. I'm kind of curious now is uh, I'm trying to keep the uh, corrupt players straight here. Is Letitia James the one that is in trouble because of the uh, the boyfriend that she helped appoint? Uh, help 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 me keep them all uh, the corruptacos yeah, straight. Yeah, you're, you know, you're right, and and the judge there is still uh, my friend uh, deciding, uh, and it would be uh, somewhat rare to disqualify uh, a uh, prosecutor on bias, but on the other hand, uh, to go ahead and to have, uh, you know, this selection based way before they said in the lies that are going on, it, it's a, just a, a shame. I mean, it, it really is more from uh, Colombia and Brazil that we're seeing down there. And you see the far left is saying, oh, well, whatever, you know, if the law applies uh, to you, well, we'll go ahead and change it. But for us, there is no law. It, what is, it's whatever that works in our favor. Well, it's present the uh, the man or the woman, we will present the crime. You know, that's, that's really, that's all that matters at this point. And you kind of knew that, uh, that the bananas are ripening in the Banana Republic when you had Kathy Hochul, you know, governor of New York, saying, hey, don't worry about that fraud thing that we got Donald Trump on. We're not going to be using that on anybody else. It's like, but they're they're saying it and admitting it out in the open because... You have, uh, you know, essentially people that uh, could find themselves in court because they thought something was worth it, uh, worth uh, the, so many hundreds of thousands of dollars, and if it ends up being less, that's a fraud. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's and, crazy. And you know, you know, Bill, again, where the Republicans for decades were totally asleep and also regionally mm-hmm. uh, is, is that the bias that has come from the media, the AP, for example, uh, amidst 
this Georgia quote unquote suspect who murdered uh, a student, uh, they they omit the immigration details and blames female runners. But the other thing that really stood out that we can go into when you'd like to has to do with uh, this Google. Uh, anti-white bias, because as soon as I heard about what was going on, I said, wait a minute, that's not the bots. These are the programmers. Mm-hmm. So the, bro- the programmers have anti-white bias that they built into the chat box. And this is what's going on. You, you talk about the erasing of a people here. And, and, and I'm tired of everybody talking about this kind of stuff or the great replacement theory as if it's a conspiracy theory. Uh, you know, I, I had a listener sent me a, a meme this morning. Says I need more. Uh, I need new conspiracy theories because all my old ones have come true. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, man, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I think. By the way, thanks, Dan, uh, for uh, for sending that in. That's but, a good one. Yeah, and it is. It is open. It's in your face, and I, I think the assumption is that no one's going to fight back. But uh, no, I. We're not going there. We're not going there. Yeah, yeah, we don't. And you see, it's just so unfortunate. Uh, And you see, the thing about the far left and the thing about these reporters is they have no idea they're not going to be included if the socialists take over. They're too small or they're too white. And and they're just not going to be part of this thing. It, it is one of the greatest scams ever uh, unleashed on this country ever. Yeah. And it'll still be if they were to get their way. Uh, comrade, line up against wall. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for having helped us get here, my friend. That's just oh, yeah. the way no, this goes. You're absolutely right. You know, and, 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 and uh, you know, they, they, where, where is the courage? None. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more in terms of I'm going to get along. I don't care what happens to me, my country, not knowing that uh, that they're going to be knocked out by the next wave of anti-white bias. Mm. Of all the let's let's take it back to Trump here for just a moment. Uh, sure. Trump has been winning by very large mm-hmm. margins, and there's no doubt that he's going to be the. We can just talk about him being the presumed GOP candidate. All right, and to to go elsewhere. And down a different road is just is folly. And there's another uh, primary tomorrow, this time in, in Michigan, which he will probably trounce and, uh, and win well. Of all the cases that are out there, all of the deaths of a thousand cuts that they've thrown at uh, former President Trump, is there a case which actually is serious and does threaten him? Like I'm thinking of the documents case, for example. Is it, could you give me a little uh, take on that from your attorney's viewpoint? Well, you see, the death of a thousand cuts is really an excellent point, Bill, uh, because you have all these that are coming out. They make the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you take a look at Georgia. You take a look at uh, the January 6th one. You take a look at uh, the the New York State uh, $350 million verdict. And you see, what bothers me is not the ones that the news runs with at the particular time. It's going to be like two weeks before or a week before, and they'll drum up something. And then the uh, anti-American media, the NBCs, the ABCs, the CBSs, you know, the Chronicles, the New York Times, will run with it. And all we'll hear about how this is going to be the reason why Donald Trump uh, should it'll be probably one if we need to speculate, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you if you're a betting man on something like this, and you were to say, "All right, this is the case that is actually a serious case." Let's talk about a serious case with a serious chance of uh, 
of actually well, there, causing there, him real trouble. What would which one of them it, would it, it be? It's the one we haven't heard. It's the one that the media hasn't jumped on. Hmm. Uh, and there are several there. I don't think Colorado, to go into specifics uh, in terms of, of the Supreme Court, uh, that they're going to keep Trump off the ballot. Yeah, that's not a serious. See, I, I never I thought that Trump, was a serious case. You know? And you're right. All right. And I don't and I do not think uh, that they're going to be able to uh, go ahead and collect on the $350 million, and Trump has just today come out and said he's going to appeal that verdict. Okay, but which means he must, have, uh, he must have found the financing to do that, right? Because he would have to pay it to actually be able, or put a bond up to be able to appeal it, right? Which is yeah, another it was, it, it was, strange. It was the, the key thing there was in the media, of course, the anti-American media was running with the fact that he'll never be able to go ahead and get the financing to post the bond that you always need uh, if you have a judgment against you if you're going to appeal it. Uh, and uh, so you had all this coming up. But what's going to happen is going to be the one uh, that Trump hasn't been able to uh, stop. And it's going to be one that's going to be pro-Biden, which will show that Trump is delusional and is power hungry. Hmm. It's now, would that be would that be the documents case, though? Give me your take on the adoption. No, 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 it's, it, no because the fact that. That's one of more of annoyance, uh, and the reason why the, the mass media is just not really pushing that now. See, this is that we have these people uh, that, that are being told what to print, uh, you mm -hmm. know, because you look at the far-left billionaires that own the Times, that own the Chronicle, that own these uh, publications, and, uh, you know, like the Mexican uh, far-left billionaire that owns the Times, what you have is, is the fact that they know, being the reporters, what they got to say. So it's just a wait-and-seek game. So in terms of the ones that aren't going to make it, the one where Biden just says, oh, I don't remember, a vice president of the United States that doesn't remember? Uh, you know. Well, you also have, a, you have one that, in, in, on one hand, we're told on one, that he is uh, too feeble to be put on trial, but yet he's okay to run the country. Both can't be true. <laughs> that's right, and that's the reason. That's the reason why I doubt if that's going to be the one that's going to be pushed by the far left, biased media that is in this country and embedded as part of this revolution. So you believe then that the case that is most damaging for for Donald Trump, for former President Trump, is the one that hasn't been revealed yet. Is that really where you're coming from? Plus the fact that it's going to be the one where New York has already come out and said, uh, we're going to go ahead and put a lien on Trump's properties mm -hmm. for that in New York. And you see, if that hits and the media runs it, uh, let's say a couple of weeks before the election, that will be the one that will come out. So it's not about legal danger that's going to put him in jail it's a legal uh, case that we brought out as the October surprise for for election manipulation purposes, as you see oh, it. One hundred percent. Okay. All right. And that's and that's what's so uh, insidious about this and so unfortunate. And again, my friend, the great irony is that I, you know I'll talk very briefly about politics with with friends, and they are friends. We go back mm -hmm. decades. Uh, who are very, very uh, anti-Trump, and they'll come up with, with different types of, 
of, of things as to why. But what's so amazing is the goose steps that they show as to what they read in the Times. There's a 100% correlation as to, and you know, I'll even go ahead, and I'm sure you probably do the same thing. Uh, when I go into a supermarket uh, after I finish, you know, doing some shopping for us or something like that, I'll go by the newspaper stand just to kind of glance at the headlines, the headlines in the Chronicle and the headlines in the Times. And it is such a constant drumbeat of anti-American blab and anti-Trump blab that you just say, well, that's what's going to happen once we get close to the election. It's going to be the, the anti-American blab that really paints Trump. Dr. Dennis Powers, retired professor of business law, where past meets present. I'll tell you what, uh, Doc, why don't you hang on here and let's uh, go back to some local history now that we kind of uh, covered everything that needs to be covered at the moment. So be, on, so be on the lookout then for what has not been disclosed yet. And I don't know, the uh, Stormy Daniel case, I know there's talk about moving forward with that. That would probably strengthen his appeal. What would you think? Well, you see, again, uh, they're all in different stages. But you see, the difference is, I was just thinking this about this bill uh, uh, this morning, uh, is that we can't trust the Supreme Court, because of the fact that the Chief Justice is way more concerned about where he's going to stand in history as Chief Justice. So when we take a look at things uh, such as even the $350 million lawsuit and the judgment, we really don't know how he's going to go on that, because he could very easily say, oh, well, this uh, the courts are not going to interfere in terms of what is a governmental process. That's just really interesting. So your theory, your theory at this point, then, is that the Supreme Court will essentially look at the way the political winds are, are, are blowing and make a decision to save their own skin? As they see it? Well, that, that's correct. And the reason is, here's the support for that. Uh, first of all, an easy slam dunk, because of all the decisions that have gone before then, mm-hmm. is that Colorado cannot choose who's going to be on the ballot. That's a slam dunk. Yep. Uh, you know, because all the courts have, have followed saying that, that, that the courts do not, that the... the you know, one, one case, in fact, I, I, think, I think it was one of the leftist uh, Supreme Court justices or leftist appointed judges, I forget which one it was, but uh, said, you know, you don't want it where just one state decides who's going to be uh, on, you know, the presidential, uh, the elected president. You don't want one state doing that. No way. So you see, my friend, what's so easy in terms of, of the way that uh, appellate courts will rule and also the Supreme Court judges, is that you have these type of slam dunks, and very easily they're going to vote with the majority, even if you're far left, because you know that that's one that you can say, look, I'm very neutral. But then when you come to something that has to do with maybe uh, New York collecting on a judgment prior to uh, a decision being made, that's going to be a separate issue that goes up. And then we have... So don't trust the Supreme Court to actually uh, defend uh, President Trump from no. the uh, from the rapacious New York case, New York no. State case. Okay. No, I, and, and, mm. and unless it's an easy one, you know, such as, for example, the Fannie Willis, uh, you know, sitting in Georgia in yeah. terms of the affair that she had with the prosecutor right from the beginning. I mean, the whole thing stinks. And usually in different things like that, that 
judge or that prosecutor will recluse himself. But that won't happen here. All right. Since we're engaged in whataboutism a little bit right now, you know, since that's kind of what we're doing at the moment. But that's why I'm glad to have you here, Dockery. What about the actual $356 million fine there being a cruel and unusual punishment? We're looking at almost like a, a basic constitutional question here for someone that has no victim and no real provable crime. I mean, you know... Where this goes could be very, very dangerous, because tell me how that is not a cruel and unusual punishment. Well, the one thing we've been able to find out, and, and, and I guess, my friend, I'm very lucky here, because uh, I first was admitted to the Colorado Bar. I guess I must have been, what, 25 mm-hmm. years old at the time, and so decades later, when I've had to study for bars that pass the bars, you know, whether it's Oregon or, or, or whether it's California or whatever it is, you got to take a look at where the decisions were a year and a half before, because there's always this on, on a bar exam. Uh, they never take what's immediate because of the fact of the bar briefs and the bar uh, uh, programs. Could you translate that to us? Could you translate to me, though, why that would mean that the Supreme Court would necessarily call that a cruel and unusual because, punishment? Because what happens is, is that they'll find all sorts of different things to hang their hat on. Uh, and in terms of cruel and unusual judgment, they'll find a way of saying, well, this is a particular type of thing that really does involve fraud. And although your argument is very well taken, no mm-hmm. one was injured. That's the reason why they brought us a civil suit with a lower, uh, uh, yeah, lower threshold proof. Yeah, and so with the lower threshold, they'll have cases where the fraud is not whether someone was damaged, but the fraud is the fact that occurred, and that's why they took that. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming from. And you know, Babylon B made fun of that decision over the weekend, where they mean like, I think it was something along the lines of, uh, you know, a couple puts house up for five hundred thousand dollars, sells it for four hundred seventy thousand dollars, now in court for fraud. You know, claiming that something was worth more, right? And you know, in in an overview, my friend, uh, what it is is the fact that yes, we're very legally oriented, and yes, when we talk. It is about legal concepts. But the far left, in terms of, for example, open borders, with just regardless, they don't care as long as they have runner, vote runners that get in. Mm. Um, the far left for its progressive socialism, which is another word for communism, will do anything to win. And as far as the law is concerned, that be damned. Well, yeah, maybe the uh, other side better thinking about doing anything it takes to uh, defeat them, too. So on that note, Doc, hold on. Let's talk about the uh, the uh, historical profile. And it's a really interesting one this week. And uh, we'll do that here in a couple of minutes. All right. Right back here. Sounds, sounds like a winner. Dr. Dennis Powers, where past meets present. The automotive industry has a certain reputation, mostly due to just a few bad apples. At Kelly's Automotive Service, we've tried to market to our clients and potential staff based on our values. We're excited this has attracted some of the best technicians from near and far. We have technicians trained in almost all makes and models. So if you've been going to the dealer, please consider trying Kelly's as an alternative. Your warranty stays in effect and odds are we can save you time and money. Kelly's Automotive Service, where we service your vehicle, but take care of you. 
If your tools and equipment are rolling around in your pickup bed and trailer, Two Dogs Fabricating will get you organized with racks, hooks, hangers, baskets, and sleeves. Two Dogs provides whatever you need to be efficient and ready when you roll up on a job site. And if you're looking for a unique work bed or trailer, sketch it on a napkin and bring it in. Just a little direction, and you'll say, that's exactly what I was thinking. Two Dogs Fabricating, a working man's best friend. Up beside your dog, of course. On Brian Way, off Sage, in Medford, and at twodogsfab.com. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Nobody's taking away anybody's gun. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. I certainly hope so. It's time we do the same. Ban assault weapons. Now call on the United States Congress to ban assault rifles. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. This year's election comes with a lot of uncertainty. Politicians want to take your firearms. This message paid for by Good Guys Guns. Bicoastal Media's Best of Southern Oregon magazine is online at bestofsouthernoregon.com. Find the winners in nearly 200 categories by flipping through the magazine online or sort by category and discover Southern Oregon's best suppliers of goods and services like Southern Oregon's Wellness Clinic, Rosario's, Shreve Insurance, and Kelly's Appliance. Congratulations to all the award winners from Bicoastal Media, publishers of Best of Southern Oregon. Nominations for 2024 to 2025 starts in spring. Visit bestofsouthernoregon.com. 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD. This is the Bill Myers Show. Dr. Dennis Powers, 831. Hey, Doc, have you read David Webb's book, The Great Taking? Just curious. Have you ever read that? I haven't, but I'd love to have you mention it. All right. I, uh, you know, I read the book recently. It's a free book, and you can find out more about this at thegreattaking.com. The first half of it is about his life story, essentially, which is interesting. But you almost have to skip to the middle of the book to get to the uh, to the bake to the basics of it. It's a free PDF, and I'm going to send it to you, all right? Because you, being a retired professor of business law, I'd really love for you to give me your take next Monday. It's going to be kind of like a little bit of homework. I don't normally do that to you, <laughs> but but I I wanted to uh, see what you think about it. And David Webb is a former hedge funds. Uh, he's a hedge fund manager, former hedge fund manager, hedge fund manager. Sorry about the mispronunciation. And he's a big Wall Street insider. And what he has done, he put out a documentary and this free ebook in PDF form. And it's the great taking. And essentially, it is about the taking of collateral, kind of an end financial game of the current global uh, debt super cycle that we have here. And what he's talking about is that uh, the taking of all financial assets and bank deposits, all stocks and bonds, and hence all property of public corporations, including inventories, plant and equipment, land, mineral deposits, inventions. I mean, it's all sorts of things. And it, and it comes because of the way the laws have been changed regarding what you really own. And uh, what it has to do is um, with uh, the changes in which you don't really own something when you have it in a brokerage, because if the brokerage goes bust, the laws have been changed and rules have been changed that in uh, in bankruptcy, things get rehypothecated. I think that's the term that was used in the book. Right. Yeah. And um, and privately, uh, it, it, and even if it was just a little bit successful, it could be a pretty big conquest and subjugation of the world. You know, people think they own something, but they don't. And he's really kind of uh, promoting this uh, this take on 
it's um, you if you're going to own something, you need to have it out of debt and it needs to be under your control in your physical possession rather than yeah, being held and, in a broker, brokerage. And, you know, uh, we've seen that Lehman Brothers. We saw this in the Depression. He brings that up about yeah. Lehman Brothers, Lehman Brothers, how they screwed with that. I'm glad oh, yeah. you brought that up. Yeah, we've seen it. Uh, and you see, that's the reason why, in, as you know so well, in terms of diversification, uh, if one has the ability, having some silver in a safe deposit box or silver that... that uh, well, he, he would even say not in a safe else. deposit box because how you know a bank fails, and then that would be uh, taken too. And it's quite interesting. And he's a big brain, and I know you're a big brain financially too. I'm going to send that to you. And I'll, yeah. and if it's okay, all right. Oh, it's perfectly fine. But you see, the uh, another thing is we're talking, and that's one of the things we've enjoyed. You know, for God, we're heading into fifteen years, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed it, and I always learn something. Uh, is the fact that we're dealing with people, and where we're dealing with people, people are motivated by their own self-interest. So I remember when Judy finally convinced me of that, like forty years ago. I said, "Oh my God, that's exactly right." Mm-hmm. As long as the far left is not going to be having losing their money, they're going to be fine with this. Well, they think they're not going to lose their money. That's just it. In other words, it appears to be you know, way above our pay grades, but I'm going to send it to you. And the part that I think that is important to read would probably take an hour or two hours of your time. Oh, and no, I, that'd be fine. And I know that with you being a retired professor of business law and understanding all the different terms, I read it and I got about 90% of the gist of it. And he makes an interesting case, what he's talking about. Well, and, uh, I'll, I'll look forward to it, Bill. And, and part of the reason also is that all of us are taking a look at this national debt of $35, $36 trillion right. and wondering when the shoe is not going to be able to fit. And that his take on it, uh, yeah, his take on it, Doc, is that it would be almost like an engineered implosion that people way above, uh, certainly unelected people, not, not the elected government, but uh, people above that. Would be, you know, you talk about a great reset, <laughs> not just a great reset, but a great taking. It's an interesting book, and I've read it, and I highly recommend that everybody read it. But I wanted to get your take on it from a legal perspective. And uh, but anyway, let's talk about that next Monday. So I'll send that oh, to okay. you. Okay. Hey, well, we'll hope that the law is still applying then. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the law? But you call, But of course, how emergency? You know, financial emergency. You remember how they uh, they did the bailout of the banks back in '08. Because what what happened what happened to the elected leaders? They were told, "Oh my gosh, you either do this or we're all going to die." Right? I mean, and that's how that sort of stuff gets done, gets accomplished. We can take, we can take a look, my friend, at Putin and mm-hmm. at Russia as what's happening there. We can take a look at uh, Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. I mean, history has been a great guide. History, yeah, history is filled to that where it's yeah. an emergency. We're taking your stuff. You know? and, and we're going to take advantage of it because it's in our best interest for us five that are running this whole world. All right. Well, let's do that next Monday. <laughs> and so I'll send it to you this morning, an email, and I think I think you'll enjoy it. It is not a long read. Not a long read. So you'll, well, you'll be, be good with this. Okay. Sure. It's 837. Before we take off here, Doc, Ben-Hur Lampin is your historical profile for this week. A man for the ages. Who was he and why should we know and celebrate this now? Ah, because this came across uh, over, let's say, 120 years ago, a long time ago. Ben-Hur Lampman came to Goat Hill. Uh, he was 28 in 1912. 
He took over the editorship from his brother of the Goat Hill News, spent four years doing that, loved fishing on the Rogue, uh, actually went ahead after four years and joined the Portland, Oregon, Oregonian staff. Mm-hmm. But in a short time period, and he died at age 67, uh, he became a nationally known editor, essayist, short story writer, novelist, poet, and everything else. He was truly a genius. And when you read some of his works, and I'd really recommend uh, that uh, that people do that, On, for example, he won the On Henry Award. Then I thought, oh, the On Henry Award, that's really something, best short fiction. Mm-hmm. He wrote, Blinker Was a Good Dog. And you read that and you say, this is brilliant. It really is a story of two old, uh, a man and woman, an old couple whose kids are gone, and they're arguing about the dog, but that's not what it's about. He had a long parade in his honor in Gold Hill because he would always would come back. And that was in 1947. 2,500 people uh, outside of the region came here, uh, you know, to honor him. That was a big deal in that time, too. It sure. was. A, yeah, and you're right, Bill, because they had a long parade, fire engines, bands, marchers, baseball games, stunts, and horseback. And they dedicated that uh, park, Ben-Hur Lampman Park, uh, that's opposite Gold Hill. And you know, Bill, I always, I didn't know who Ben-Hur Lampman was. I had no idea about Lampman Road. And, and I started checking in on it. And just to give you one example, uh, he had a reader that called uh, and actually uh, then wrote him a letter that said, where is the best place to bury a dog? Oh, and he yeah. wrote a long article. And I'll just very quickly summarize a portion. There is one best place to bury a dog. If you bury him in this spot, he will come to you when you call. Come to you over the grim, dim frontier of death and down the well-remembered path and to your side again. And for those of us who have hunted and fished and we have animals, this is meaningful. And then he comes down and he says, the one best place to bury a good dog, my friend, is in the heart of his master. It was a now, beautiful poem. It was a short and, story poem. It's great. And, and and he wrote short stories that when you read it, it was Hemingway. So he is being honored because he truly was a man for all ages. You have these these men and women who just stand out and you meet them. And you and I probably could, if we had a, another conversation, could talk about the five that we met that really stood out. He would certainly be in there, although I never met him. Ben Hearn Lampman, a man for the ages. That will be today's post on KMED.com from Dr. Dennis Powers. Doctor, thank you so much, and we'll talk soon, and we'll go over the uh, great taking and your review of it, so to speak, and with your uh, (laughs) professor of business, big brain upstairs, maybe you can help us all understand this, too, because it is getting some traction out there in the alternative press. Okay, my friend? It's always my pleasure, and you have a great week. You be well. It is 20 before 9 at KMED, KCMD. You know, one of the aspects of the uh, Great Taking, and there, and this is something, and it's not because of reading the Great Taking that I thought this. I thought this before, but it's always a good idea to have a portion of wealth outside of that system, outside of the uh, brokers and the hypothecation. Not that you're not going to give up uh, an IRA or 401ks, you know, those uh, those kind of things completely, but also have some alternatives. And that's where you talk to our friends at uh, – 
at J. Austin & Company Gold and Silver Buyers, Ashland and Grants Pass, 1632 Ashland Street and 6th and G in downtown Grants Pass. Call for your appointment, 482-3715. Uh, great beauty about uh, J. Austin is that no matter what was going on, they were open. They stuck with you. They resisted the mob. They're the, they're, they're, they're the kind of people that essentially you can count on and for the recognized experts. You know, the, I call them the recognized experts, but I really mean this. And they stayed open. They didn't uh, bow to the tyranny, and they'll be with you through thick and thin. So whether you're ready to buy physical gold and silver and have that backed up, or if you're looking to sell collectibles or sell uh, scrap gold and silver that you may have right now and get the best value, trust the recognized experts at Jay Austin. Call 482-3715. Stop in the shop. 6th and G in Grants Pass, 1632 Ashland Street in Ashland. And you can also still uh, deal with him also on fortunereserve.com too. Jay Austin, it's 842. Okay, that settles it. We're closing the store. I mean, Garrison's Warehouse Clearance Center is hard to find. Even GPS gives up sometimes. So we're calling it a day, closing up shop, and clearing out everything. While it lasts, get beautiful, brand new, big name furniture for up to 75% off. So if you can find us, you'll make out like a bandit. All sales are final at the store closing because nobody can find a sale through March 9th only at Garrison's Warehouse Clearance Center. Garrison's.com. Good morning. I'm Molly Smith with your NBC5 morning news update. Two people are dead after an apparent murder-suicide in South Medford Thursday night. Medford Police Department says the two people who have not been identified died Thursday night at the Charles Point Apartments on Highgate Street. That's the same apartment complex where two men died in an unrelated shooting in early December. MPD Lieutenant Jeff Kirkpatrick says he would not release any information about the deceased and declined an official interview. But he did provide NBC5 News with this statement. Quote, out of respect for the family of a very delicate and difficult situation, we will not be doing a release on the case from Highgate Street from last night. There is no public safety aspect to this case. Thank you for understanding. End quote. And the 14th annual Girls Rock STEM Workshop was held at Grants Pass High School Saturday. The free event features eight different classes for girls ages 9 to 13 to choose from, including topics on the solar system, the power of dancing, geology, videography, and more. Chair of the Girls Rock Committee, Elaine Booth, wants to encourage young girls to consider STEM for their future. The committee says that with the help of volunteers, donations, and sponsors, over 1,700 girls have been able to attend the program over the last 14 years. For local news anytime, you can head to our website, kobi5.com, or to our Facebook, KOBI TV NBC5. And that's a look at your morning headlines. For NBC5 News, I'm Molly Smith. Have a great Monday. This hour of the Bill Myers Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority on post frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. If you're considering a new garage door or opener for a new home or remodel, you can't go wrong with American Industrial Door. With their fleet of trucks and technicians in both Josephine and Jackson counties, they can come to you and provide recommendations and samples. Or you can stop by their showroom and explore all of the amazing options. Do what so many other Southern Oregon homeowners have done for nearly 40 years. Trust American Industrial Door on Crater Lake Avenue, north of Vilas Road, and on Union Avenue in Grants Pass. Well, you know, it's Orly Stobin's Paws. We both recommend 
Lamont here from Orly Stoves and Spas. Are you tired of those huge heating bills just to stay warm and comfortable in your own home? Then now is the time for a new wood, gas, or pellet stove from Orly Stoves and Spas. Orly's has Southern Oregon's largest inventory with over 400 stoves in stock now. Never be cold again. And for a limited time, receive a 30% tax credit on qualifying wood or pellet stoves and installation. Are you ready for a relaxing spring and summer enjoying your new pool, swim spa, or hot tub? Then Orly's has everything you need. We are fully stocked on splash around above ground pools and accessories. Orly's is Southern Oregon's largest cow spa dealer with both spas and swim spas in stock now, as well as the shortest lead time of any dealer in the valley on any special order. Don't forget to ask us about our easy financing. Orly's Stoves and Spas at the corner of Delta Waters and Crater Lake Highway, Medford. Come see us at the Umpqua Valley Home Show, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Just how clean is your water? Here's a note from Grants Pass Water Lab. The best and the only way to know your water is clear of bacteria is to have a professional water lab run an E. coli test. E. coli is famous for making people really sick, but it's also an indicator of other bacteria, protozoa, and viruses. So ask Grants Pass Water Lab to test your water for E. coli. Find locally owned independent Grants Pass Water Lab online at gpwaterlab.com. The reports keep coming about Sky Park Insurance saving listeners money. Here's Dan in Medford. I've been hearing Bill talk about Sky Park on the radio, and now I wish I'd called Steve earlier. He cut my insurance in half on my truck and saved me $600 a year. About blew my boots off. Sky Park Insurance is an independent insurance company that shops for the best rates among several name brand companies. Call Steve at 261-5444. At Sky Park. We make insurance easy. The Bill Myers Show, 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD. It's 847. I wanted to make sure and give a shout-out to Lisa McLeese Kelly, who is nice enough to come in here because uh, there's an event coming up Saturday in Josephine County. This is at the Josephine County Fairgrounds, and I've been emceeing this. It's been about 10 years. Yeah, at least. I, yeah. I, th- I think it's been a long time. Yeah. I, I don't know how many years, but it's First Crush, and it's a wonderful event. First Crush is essentially you have uh, you have wineries and you have restaurants from the area. And Josephine County, especially Grants Pass, has an incredibly vibrant restaurant community. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. there's absolutely no doubt about this. And they bring samplings of wonderful food. Maybe there's like Casa Amiga over here or there's, uh, you know. Um, we have Papa T's Barbecue pa- this year. Yeah, barbecue. There's like barbecue, fine. It's just fine dining to barbecue to uh, trail boss food. I mean, there's just, it's really interesting. It's been an yeah. interesting thing. And they get paired up then with usually like a brewery, Wild River. Is Wild River going to be there again? Yes, they Wild will be River, there. Wild River is always there. And uh, a great smattering of the wonderful wineries here in Southern Oregon. They sat up and they're all around this room. 300 tickets and 300 tickets only get yes. sold mm-hmm. to this. So it's kind of an exclusive place to be. And I'm the MC, and I end up, you know, talking to the restaurateurs and the people there, and you know, it, it is it's great, and it's a big fundraiser for for whom, Lisa? Well, for different nonprofits, so um, Rotary Youth Exchange, Wildlife Images, Reach Charter School, the Josephine County Food Bank, the Rock Food Pantry. Oh my gosh, there's just we support about ten different nonprofits throughout the the county. And uh, Greater Grants Pass Rotary yep. is in charge of uh, of doing this, and that's yes. uh, that's all behind it. And they're all scurrying around there, working hard and cleaning up and passing out the glasses and making sure that uh, that everybody is taken care of. It's a great event, 
And uh, even my own family members, they, you know, Linda and her sister and a friend, they're all going to be coming up with me, too. Yeah, every and, year you bring your posse. Yeah, I got to bring the posse. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't miss it either, though. But I have to tell you, it's for a great cause. And uh, are you still going to be doing the, uh, is it a silent auction this year? Just tell us how what we can expect this year. So we're going to hmm. do a raffle. A raffle, this year. Okay. So we've got some really amazing baskets, all worth over about $500 each. So we've got some great raffle prizes um, we'll have the normal little bit of music in the background. We'll be selling raffle tickets. It's just, it's always a fun event. We have open seating, but you'll see on the tables, it'll say open seating sponsored by. So in fact, we still have a couple of tables available. If any businesses want to sponsor a table, it's $200 for a big table and a hundred dollars for a bub table. And remember, it's going to help all of these, uh, these charities in Southern Oregon, these nonprofits that need the help. And yes. this is what it's all about. Now, first crush is Saturday, this Saturday, four till seven. So I'll be the MC and and it's it's always very busy. It's a it's a spirited time. It's a wonderful time to get together here for uh, Southwest Oregon. And are there any particular sponsors we wanted to make sure and mention? Yes. I mean, this is all part of it. You know, you come in, you got to do a shout out for the the people that are helping out. I'm so glad you said that. I was just looking to see um, talk about our sponsors. So Evergreen Federal Bank. Every year. That's the big major one. Major sponsor. They get behind it. They support so many things in the com- in the community, and they always support us. So we're so thankful for them. And then we have um, Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors mm-hmm. and Southern Oregon Sanitation. So those are our three major sponsors. And then we want to mention Lainey Sullivan from LaineySullivan.com. This year we hired a professional to help us keep all of the paperwork together, create a binder so that next year... Everything is easy to run, and anybody can pick it up and run with it. And she does; she's a fractional um, COO, so she does a lot of that organiz- organizational stuff. Well, you know, even though you know you have this wonderful uh, Greater Grants Pass Rotary, the service agency, it's still herding cats, right? Oh my gosh, herding cats who all have jobs <laughs> and are all volunteers. Yes. Okay, and so I hope it, if uh, if you've never been to First Crush, you need to give this a shot because I, I remember when I was first invited to First Crush. First crush. What's this all you know about? And then once I got into it with you, in fact, I think you were the first one that invited me to yes. it. It's like I'm hooked. Yeah. Right? So you know, every year, yeah. okay, let's do it. You yeah. Know? And so it's a great time. It's wonderful food. It's a great chance to sample food and wine and beers and mm-hmm. you know all these desserts. kind of things. And oh, desserts too. Sandy's candies. Sandy's candies. She's is always there. Be there. Yeah. And then um, we have another purveyor that's going to have pastries and other things. It's going to be great. Okay, a lot of fun, and it costs sixty bucks right now to get your uh, ticket. Sixty bucks per person, but remember, this is where you know a lot of this. In fact, the majority of this is going in to help these nonprofits. Right? Absolutely, yeah. We obviously only pay for our expenses. There's no overhead as far as paying anything. Yeah, no one's getting there. rich off of First Crush. Okay, <laughs> yeah. You know, so we would love it. FirstCrushTickets.com. Go there and pay for it. Um, ahead of time, that's great. We'll put you on the list. Your name will be there. Don't worry about it. Even You'll get something um, in your email, but you will be on the list. Yeah, Josephine County Fairgrounds, 4 till 7 this Saturday. I'll be there. Lisa hoping is going to be there, and a whole bunch of your friends are going to be there. And I, th- I do think it's a wonderful event. Can't say enough about it. Thank okay? you. Okay? So firstcrushtickets.com, com. Lisa, always great seeing you, okay? Thank you. 8.52 at KMED KCMD. At Pressure Point Roofing, we're dedicated to the best roofing solutions to protect your home or business. The demand for our expertise is soaring. Due to overwhelming response, we're now booking new projects into spring already. But here's the good news. 
Secure your spot on our schedule by booking now. Why wait when you can have peace of mind sooner? Have questions on cost? Call to schedule an appointment to learn about our finance options and beat the summer rush. Book in advance and ensure your roofing project gets the attention it deserves. Call Pressure Point Roofing today. Hi, it's Jason at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on wear and ability to navigate icy, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Falcon, Mastercraft, BF Goodrich, and more. For the best tire prices and service, see your local, family-owned Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main in Phoenix. Paul Bunyan starts his day with a six-egg heart attack omelet. Power your day at Diner 62. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Intuitive machine spacecraft Odysseus returned its first images from the moon's surface over the weekend. The company, who was the first to successfully land a rocket on the moon since the 1970s, said Odysseus is resting on its side and is sending back data. Intuitive machines expects the spacecraft to operate until tomorrow morning when its solar panels will no longer be exposed to the sun. And yet, Intuitive Machine shares are down 29%. Highmark Health announced it is integrating technologies from Google Cloud and the healthcare software company Epic Systems. The integration aims to make it easier for both payers and providers to access key information they need, even if it's stored across multiple points and formats. Highmark is the parent company of a health plan with 7 million members, a provider network of 14 hospitals, and several other entities. Stocks are mixed. The Dow is up 9, the S&P 500 down 4, the NASDAQ up 15. That's your money now. Hi, this is Mark from Jay Austin, and I'm on KMED and KCMD. 8.55. It has been a busy morning. Happy to take your calls here in the uh, final three, three and a half minutes. And hopefully Deplorable Patrick can make a good point, too. How are you doing this morning, Patrick? Welcome back. Uh, not too bad. Thanks, Bill. Hey, I haven't heard anything lately about this foolish IP3 bill that would wipe out all the cattlemen, all the hay farmers, all the restaurants, all the sheep herders, hunting, and everything, because these uh, crazy uh, bastidos don't want us to be free. They want to shove their religion on us and make us into a bunch of Hindus here. I haven't heard anything about it lately. Yeah, it, I don't think it has made the uh, the ballot yet. Now, Initiative Petition 3, you can find out uh, more about this, by the way, at uh, yesonip3.com. Now, I don't want you to sign it, but if you wanted to you know, dig into it, that's what it is about. This is a proposed initiative that would, and this is their words, okay? I'm using their words, Patrick. End the abuse, neglect, and sexual assault of animals by removing current exemptions to Oregon's animal cruelty laws. And uh, they're selling it on ending animal cruelty, but really what it's about is uh, ending meat, ending you know, it's it's really kind of like a uh, uh, a spiritual vegan, you know, kind of fest, you know, that sort of thing in which uh, you're not going to eat chickens. You're not going to eat, you know, because everything about animal husbandry involves what they term sexual assault. See what I'm getting at? Isn't that cool? That's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't heard anything about it because I don't think it has, I don't think it's past the threshold yet at this point. Even crazy Oregon is thinking crazy. I don't know if we're that crazy. Yeah, but, you know, there are limits to crazy even in the state of Oregon so far, okay? It would just be devastating. Oh, it absolutely would be. It would be, indeed. And 
you could uh, once again once again see the people walking. Appreciate the call. Let me go to line two. Thanks for that. Hi, KMED, KCMD. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Lucretia. Hi, Lucretia. What's up? Have you heard that they've given mining claims to Japan and, um, uh, no, no, China, and who is the other country? I forget. For, supposedly, if you're mining, you have you can't mine below the water. And so this whole dam that they just took out, that is so that people can mine. I have not heard that. Uh, I've heard a lot of uh, talk. In fact, even the greattaking.com, you know, the book that I was talking about with uh, David Webb, uh, has uh, is kind of alluded to some of that uh, kind of stuff. But no, I can't say I've heard anything about that involving the Klamath. I appreciate the call, though. I, I have a minute left here. This is kind of like speed point making here. I'll have to look into it. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Welcome. From the Iron Gate. Yes. Joel. It's Joel. Yeah. Hey, just um, real quick, folks. United we stand, divided we fall, and all it takes for evil to survive is good men to do nothing. All right, so do something, right? 858, hi, who's this? Good morning. Hey, it's John. I just want to say, you know, with everything that the federal government's doing, if you want to understand why they're doing something that may seem convoluted, just look at the World Economic Forum's goals and plans, removing private property, you'll own nothing and you'll love it, um, alluding to what the professor was speaking about earlier with removing uh, homes and uh, creating a financial crisis to do so. Yeah. Um, I think you just look at the WEF to get your answers on why they're doing things. All right, appreciate the point, and uh, we'll have more of that tomorrow. By the way, Dr. Powers will read The Great Taking and uh, give us his expert take on it next Monday, all right? It's uh, 859 and change. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up. Pebble in your shoe Tuesday tomorrow. The email, by the way, bill at billmeyershow.com. And I appreciate your listenership today. It's home show season. The next one for Johnson Builders will be Southern Oregon Home Show at the Jackson County Expo in early May. But you don't have to wait to get low home show pricing right now for any building you need. From a small shop to a huge riding area, residential or commercial, Johnson Builders is the leading authority on post and frame construction in the region. So get a quote on your project and take advantage of special home show pricing. Visit johnson.builders. Johnson. Builders, builders.